Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-invisible Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a good specter. You're like the invisible man right now, dude. I can't <laughs> even see your face. This is the first time we're doing a podcast where I can't see your face, man. Which is crazy, because I've done several where I couldn't see you. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Oh, man. We just did a Moisture Festival interview where you were just your, you had your video off. Oh, did I? I don't, I don't know. I did, that was not purposeful. No, we did it because you had bad internet, so to, to speed up your internet. Oh, yeah. This is true. That's a good point, man. Well, at any rate, it's uh, good to hear your voice, Louis Fox. <laughs> the, the sweet, sweet tones of the Louis Fox. Now that I'm hearing it uninterrupted and unsort of uh, tainted by your face, it's a nice <laughs> voice. I remember years ago we did a gig and you were so hungover. You were sleeping behind the stage. And then afterwards you go, it's interesting to hear a show without seeing it. <laughs> I was sleeping behind the stage. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, did, we did the Mount Angel Oktoberfest. Oh, yes. Yeah. And you were like way hungover. I think I threw up right before I went on stage. I think I, I think- like... I think you threw up introducing myself and was throwing up as I was introducing myself. I don't even I don't even remember what led to that, but uh yeah, I I do remember I have not been asked back to that gig. <laughs> They're like which comedy stunt show? It's the one that pukes behind the stage. No. That's my first set. I, I crushes every time. <laughs> so your opener. For my first trick, I will throw up all over this stage. <laughs> and then it's followed by 25 minutes of you mopping. <laughs> Yeah, so you, where are you right now? I'm at home for a little bit before I head back to Montana to pick up my car to drive to Nebraska. Oh, man, the logistics for your tours is ridiculous, man. I'm like a like a UPS call center. You are. What? You're lucky your wife is a, is a travel agent. <laughs> she knows what's up. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad you fit no. us in. And, uh, Real quick, where are you right now? I'm in, where am I? I'm in Juneau, Alaska. Baranoff Hotel. Oh, now the Baranoff was a cool bar in Ballard. <laughs> they opened at yeah, 5 a.m. Well, and I couldn't get on the internet for the longest time because the, the, the Wi-Fi password, if you're ever here, is Baranoff12345. And I kept spelling it B-A-R-O-N-O-F-F. Not Barnoff. Isn't it Barnoff? It, yeah, it's B-A-R-N-A. There's two A's. And I was like, no one spells it like that. Yeah. <laughs> but now you got a Scrabble word in your back pocket that'll crush. Yeah, but isn't Baron? Baron is spelled with an O, right? But Barnoff, I think, is a ship. So, oh, okay. Or it's so a that, nautical term. This is the Baroninoff. Baroninoff. Yeah. Yeah. Because in Ballard, it was, a, it was a sailor bar like near the locks. Gotcha. Well, it is a very nice hotel. If anybody is ever here, boom, I just hooked you up with the password. <laughs> if you just want to take a dump and use the Wi-Fi. <laughs> that's, that's what we're good for, Louie. We're good for weird news and free Wi-Fi passwords. I used to have a website uh, that was called like Wi-Fi Leaks, where I would put all the Wi-Fis I had come across. This is probably 10 or 15 years ago. Um, that I would come across in my travels. 
Yeah, I used to actually use that website, uh, <laughs> and I would cache. I would cache all of them in my computer, right? So it would you it would come up, and then the Wi-Fi would come up on your computer, and then it would say, "Do you hear some passwords that they've used in the past?" <laughs> it's no longer Starbucks one two three. Get off my internet uh, is now uh, password is password. Yeah, F FBI surveillance vans password is now NSA rules with a Z. All right, Louis. Well, it's good to hear your voice. Let's get to the weird news. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird stuff. This comes from WAFB.com. That's a news source more reliable than a fresh dinosaur hamburger. You don't think that the, you know, a little dino meat out there? This <laughs> is not fresh. <laughs> I guess the woolly mammoth is not a dinosaur, obviously, but you can get a woolly mammoth burger, right? Do we, do we do a story on how they like genetically engineered some sort of remake of the woolly mammoth meat? It was a meatball. Yeah. I guess it doesn't patty right. It only, it only makes a ball shape. <laughs> like we collected all the woolly mammoth meat in the history that's ever been found, and we got one meatball. And we got one meatball. That's it. Uh, yeah, would you, if they did, like they, like they uncovered a frozen, you know, brontosaurus and they made a burger out of it, would you eat it? I'd try it. I, I bought a stalagmite to lick it. Yeah, I don't think you need to buy those. You can just go lick a slag, stalagmite. Well, yeah, but it's hard in a cave. You need a ladder. You need to get away from the natural national park ranger telling you not to do it. All right, well, this one, uh, you know, this story conjures up a lot of emotions for me. Um, <laughs> And it it comes. It's a local story to Seattle, and you were at where this story took place. I was. And it says T Rex's race to photo finish at Washington State track. Yes. So what it is? It's at the horse track, and this was um, the T Rex World Championship, as they called it. And so, what was her original qualifiers? <laughs> the there was the qualifier in Bolivia that was insane. I mean, when they say world championships, are people flying? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're uh, in the story, it does say people came from all over the place. Yeah. And you went, and uh, how was it? It was a ton of fun. So, it was at the horse track in between the horse races. Um, oh, gotcha. But you know what? I picked the winner of this. So, did you bet money on it? With Ella, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. let's get the story says a track for live horse racing in suburban Seattle turned prehistoric over the weekend as more than two hundred people ran down the track cloaked in inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rex dinosaur costumes. So all right, I was home for like a day and Carrie Lynn's like, Do you want to go to the horse track? I'm like, sure. And then after driving there, she goes, Oh, it's T Rex Day. I'm like, What? I could have brought my T Rex costume. And and I could have run this, but yeah, you know. would not have won. Well, my T Rex costume's better than theirs because mine's supercharged. Could you run a hundred meters? You think? Yeah, I can run a hundred meters <laughs> slowly. <laughs> Do they provide Tyrannosaurus Rex costumes? Fifty-five bucks. Oh, you have to buy it there. I think you could bring your own too, but they were fifty-five bucks. But I have a closet full of them from from the trick I do in my show. So I got like four of them. 
that are all supercharged. Well, and it looks like they only manufacture one inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rex costume because <laughs> oh. they all look the same. That's the that's the that's big Tyrannosaurus right there. There's smaller indie Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, where's the like multiple colors? Like, there, the there are there there was a green one. There was a oh, black right, one. Not yeah, the picture I'm looking at. It pretty much reflected the demographic of the Seattle area. <laughs> The 2023 T-Rex World Championships at Emerald Downs, an event that started in 2017 as a pest control company's team building activity, ended in photo ended in a photo finish on Sunday with three competitors hitting the finish line together. It was pretty intense, too. It was a super photo finish. One guy had like a toe over the line first. Really? Yeah. Like the whole place was like yelling at the, the big jumbotron. <laughs> Ocean Kim took top honors in the 100-yard 91.2-meter dash after officials agreed Kim of Kailua, Hawaii, hit the finish wire just ahead of the pack. Second place went to Colton Winnegar of Boise, Idaho, who, who entered as Dino the Dino. Seth Hershey of Renton as Rex Ray Machine finished in third. I like how they didn't give, like, the first one had a T-Rex name too, but they didn't name the winner. Well, their name is Ocean Kim. So. She's got a cool, a cool yeah, enough name. Cool. <laughs> the actual T-Rex roamed the planet between 65 million and 67 million years ago. A study published two years ago in the journal Science estimated that about 2.5 billion of the dinosaurs ever lived. Hollywood movies such as the Jurassic Park franchise have added to the public fascination with the carnivorous creature. So, okay. So during the races, at one point people figured out the hustle. So they had like a bunch of preliminary races to get to the championship. Uh So the horse track, the dirt is soft and you sink into it. Yeah. But if you run on the outside of the track, the dirt was packed. Oh. So two two winners come on the outside and then they had to like tape it off so that you couldn't cheat. (laughs) Well, then in the picture that shows it's like two T-Rexes at the finish line and then one is like like doing sand angels on the track or something. (laughs) So like oh yeah, the people over. were like tripping over each other's tails. Um, a lot of, and then the finish line was like a tarp on the ground, so people would hit it, and not be able to see it, and just trip and like face plant. <laughs> did they? Did they do what they do at like greyhound races, where they dangle meat in front of the <laughs> T Rex as they run? <laughs> they have a little a baby brontosaurus. They're all chasing. <laughs> oh, and uh, was it fun, Louis? It was a blast. It was a good time yelling at the dinos. Yes. Was it more entertaining than actual horse races? Uh, I think so. Yeah, because the horses don't really trip. Yes, that is true. They just fall and die. They fall and get shot. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, it is bittersweet because we were in this area of town and we were hoping to hang out with you, but you said you were not coming home till later. And then all of a sudden we get a, see a picture of you at the racetrack. And uh, we were pretty upset. So I was supposed to be home the next day, but turns out I had my date wrong and the fair ended the day before. So I came home uh-huh. a day early. Yep. Classic. Uh, yep. So, because I kind of got in trouble because Carrie Lynn had her, her folks over and they were staying, like, there was nowhere for me to sleep here. Well, because the couch was taken? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I slept on the floor in the office. You sleep in your own bed. <laughs> What's your, what's your in-laws sleeping in your bed? They were in there. We let them use. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I I, I, I slept on the floor. But I, I had originally, we weren't going to tell anyone I was, I was home. I was just going to stay in, a, in an airport hotel and kick it. Oh. But nice. then word got out I was home. But, yeah, it was like I didn't realize. I thought I was going to be there till Monday, not Sunday. 
and then I had yeah, to. Uh, well, the, tell that to my wife and baby. Oh, yeah. I texted her. She said, I hate babies. <laughs> All right, Louie. Well, I'm glad you got to go. It's a cool story. I like it. Yep. news part two this story comes from abcnews.go.com that's a news source more reliable than using the ozetti Iceman to chill your cocktail you don't think uh you know a frozen dead guy would be a good sort of chiller <laughs> it's, it's a good good way to <laughs> well you know what i kind of had that right with the sour toe shot and no yeah. it did not it did not chill my drink properly but was the the toe frozen no i mean someone lost it to frostbite so yeah, does that count it was just mummified right it was yeah just, yeah yeah so it's not frozen they don't like freezing and drop it in let it hang out for a little while <laughs> let, let it bring my drink down a couple degrees all right it says dna from Oatsy, the iceman traces his roots to present day turkey Ooh, and by present day turkey i hope it's talking about the animal uh i think they're talking about constantinople oh that? not in Istanbul. <laughs> no, i think uh, way <laughs> way before that i would imagine <laughs> otzi the iceman has a new look decades after the famous glacier mummy was discovered in the italian alps scientists have dug back into his dna to paint a better picture of the ancient hunter Ooh, i hope the picture is more like an impressionist style well and they have like you know there's a picture of what they think he looks like like i don't know if that is ai generated or if that's like a wax thing of him <laughs> it's, but it's... he sort of looks like a well-weathered uh you know bearded george bush <laughs> <laughs> right Doesn't he look like wait george, george bush, bush senior or junior junior well i wish i could see my computer's glitching out so all i have oh, is a black screen <laughs> Okay, uh, they determined that Otsi was mostly descended from farmers from present-day Turkey, and his head was balder and skin darker than what was initially thought, according to a study published Wednesday in the journal Cell Genomics. I like how they're like, he definitely came from farmers. He was not from a line of software engineers or like auto mechanics. Yeah, what happens, like, you know, they say his skin was darker. What happens if, like, he just was really into sunbathing, right? Yeah. Like maybe he like did summered in, you know, the south of Italy. Or there was like an accident at the ink factory. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? <laughs> he got in a fight with a with an octopus. Otzi, who lived more than 5,000 years ago, was frozen into the ice after he was killed by an arrow to the back. What? what? Murder. It's the they... oldest murder we have proof of. Dude, <laughs> Did they solve his murder? <laughs> this is a literal cold case. <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> this is the coldest case. His corpse was preserved as a natural mummy until 1991 when hikers found him along with some of his clothing and gear, including a copper axe, a longbow, and a bearskin hat. Since then, many researchers have worked to uncover more about the mummy, which is displayed in the South Tyrol Museum of Archaeology in Balzano, Italy. See, I told you. <laughs> I, wish, I hope it's a bearskin kangle hat. An earlier draft of Oatsy's genome was published in 2012, but ancient DNA research has advanced since then. So scientists decided to take another look at the Iceman's genes, explained study author Johannes Cruz, a geneticist at a 
at Germany's Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology. They use DNA extracted from the mummy's hip bone. Hang on. Germany's Max Planck Institute sounds like where you would go to like have your supervillain tools made. Yeah, I don't think Max Planck Institute has been doing good stuff for their whole existence. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what do we know about Germany and experimenting on human DNA? <laughs> Everything's above board. <laughs> the updated genome is providing deeper insights into the history of this mummy, said Andreas Keller of Germany's Saarland University. Keller worked on the earlier version, but was not involved with the latest study. I like how they're like, oh, we're learning a lot of stuff. I mean, I worked on uh, V1, V2, and 3, so someone else. I don't know anything about it. but Well, yeah, I mean, they got it all wrong. Why would you bring the person who got it all wrong back in? <laughs> exactly. You, you screwed it up for everybody. <laughs> you messed it up the first time. Based on the new genome, Otzi's appearance when he died around age 45 was much like the mummy looks today. It's dark and doesn't have much hair on it, said study author Albert Zink, head of the Institute for Mummy Studies at Uroc Research in Italy. Scientists previously thought the Iceman was lighter skinned and hairier in life, but that his mummified corpse had changed over time. That's right, because when you're frozen in ice, you shed a lot of hair. Yeah, or you grow a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you tan. <laughs> You yeah, tan a lot. He got he got super fit. He was doing all he, with his downtime. He was doing burpees, sit ups <laughs> inside his ice shredded. block. <laughs> he got, he's got Jesus six pack. <laughs> his genome also showed an increased chance of obesity and diabetes. The researchers reported. That's why he was working out in the ice. It's <laughs> like, I'm predisposed to obesity. And his ancestors suggested he lived among an isolated population in the Alps. Zinc said, most Europeans today have a mix of genes from three groups, farmers from Anatolia, hunter-gatherers from the West, and herders from the East. But 92% of Otzi's ancestry was from just the Anatolian farmers without much mixing from other groups. I feel like that's an answer Germany would give us. Right? <laughs> oh, yes, right? <laughs> All right, so I'm looking at pictures of Utsi the Iceman. Let's see here. So my screen just turned back on. And uh, yeah, he does look a li little like George Bush if he was an MMA fighter that was homeless. Yeah, exactly. Yes, <laughs> that is true. Uh, they have a lot of the recreation pictures, not a ton of the actual mummy Right? Do you see pictures of the mummy? I did see one um, on the AP um let's see oh yeah so he's like oh yeah he's like has his arm sort of across his neck he looks like he's flamenco dancing yeah he's bald and it looks like he has a cleft lip but i don't know what that is but um yeah i mean he's pretty intact goodness gracious that's crazy yeah no i would i would use that mummy as a in a weekend at bernie's scenario yeah well that would obviously you'd have to dress that motherfucker up a lot <laughs> <laughs> yes. You You're have like, to put what some. What's wrong with your your uncle? He just needs some lotion. Yeah, look at it. the back of his head. Looks like something. There was like some damage. Man, he is fully intact. No fingers missing. Yeah. Look, you can see he ate apples. There's an apple in there. <laughs> you can see everything. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep.
that's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? This week, you can check me out at the Nebraska State Fair in Grand Island, Nebraska. I'll be out there doing Nebraska things, whatever that means. Yeah, it's a it's a good fair. I've done it before, Louie. You will have fun. You're not far from Omaha. Go to Omaha because Omaha's awesome. I think it's like three hours. It's yeah, it's like it's worth the trip though. Trust uh, me. I've been to Omaha. Yeah, I lived there as a baby. All right, where can they catch you? Uh, I am on the Royal Caribbean Brilliance of the Seas from the 29th to 30th, and then I am home doing nothing, man. I'm hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to be hanging out at home. Uh, there's a, a large hacky sack tournament that I might go to that's in my hometown. But uh, other than You that, mean every day in Eugene? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it, dude. And uh, I got some, some time off, which is going to be great because uh, I got way too much stuff to do at the house. So. Now, hang on. Are you caught up on like all the modern hot hacky sack moves? Like if you went to like a high level contest, would you be able to like say, oh, that's a flipping blopping or whatever? Yeah, I can I can tell you what the moves are. They have they haven't really like the p- players have gotten better, but the moves have not gotten there's not been like a sort of huge development in new moves since I sort of stopped playing. Okay, but people are putting all the hardest moves like together. So like the skill level is much higher, but the actual moves themselves have not really sort of evolved. Okay, so like Hacky Sack Weekly magazine is now more like Hacky Sack uh, Quarterly magazine. Yeah, like they don't have a Hacky Sack magazine. <laughs> it's, it's, I think I got the last. There, there, there was one. <laughs> there was a Hacky Sack uh, Footbag World is what it was called. <laughs> The, the pages were made out of a uh, blunt paper yeah, pretty much <laughs> uh yeah but i can tell you all the moves in fact i i was a judge for the world hacky sack championships in during covid oh nice um like virtual it was a virtual thing but um yeah so i could tell you all the moves i can't do any of the moves but it's interesting because like i used to be able to do some of those moves but now that's like people are just doing all of those crazy moves all at together right Mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing like if you were like a pro player you could probably do a few of the moves but now everybody does all of the moves like without dropping it's pretty amazing ah nice nice anyway so yeah uh, i might go to that but uh we'll see but i'm hanging out at the house and if you want to send us a message you can do so at info on offbeat.com if you have a new story please share it with us we would love to see what you're into and talk about the weird stuff that you're coming across don't forget you can sponsor us on patreon you can support us there for as little as a couple bucks a month you can get postcards from the road matt will judge your hacky sack moves yes i will i will judge your hacky sack <laughs> tricks if you submit it via video within a year year time frame (laughs) other than that folks we hope you have a weird week we're out bye thanks for listening and stay weird